0: You are listening to Audio Drama in a Darker Shade at DarkerProjects.com. And now our feature presentation. By the 22nd century, mankind had stretched forth its hand to command the stars. Other races were discovered, and as the human sphere of influence expanded, they were happy to live in peaceful coexistence, and humanity was on the verge of an evolutionary leap. The Terran Emperor was the first to ascend to the next step of human evolution. His advisors, who now styled themselves holy clerics, sought to force the other races to see the light of their religion. They began to subjugate the other races to the will of the Empire. The Ansis, who saw the Empire as decadent, illogical and chaotic, waged war upon it. Admiral Von Grippen, the brightest military mind in centuries, betrayed the Empire and removed the entire home fleet, collapsing the jump gate after him, leaving Earth and the Empire to be squashed under the heel of AMSA suppression. Now, 300 years after the fall of the Terran Empire, humans find themselves the subject race, stagnating on their own world, unable to evolve, either technologically or otherwise. It is into this oppressive world ...that the most unlikely of men are thrust into the roles of heroes. Darker Projects presents... The Falcon Banner. Episode 6, Foundations. Scripted by Mark Brzee. Based on The Falcon Banner, a novel by Christopher Patrick Lydon. Original music composed and performed by Kai Hartwick and Kevin MacLeod. Featuring the voice talents of... Seth Adam Shear as Darian Taine, Mark Brzee as Shale... Lamangus as Archduke Walker von Karen. Dan Gargon as General Ivor. Laura Post as Lauren. Jack Scrimshaw as Major Marty Mayfair. Eric Busby as Nazim. Fiona Kahn as Commonwealth News Reporter. Brandon Cole as Commander Kit Durnham. Mark Kalita as Kendrick. Chris Snyder as Matt Elias. David Alt as Admiral von Grippen. Tom Davis as the AMSIS Captain. And Josh DeLioncourt as Captain Kingston and the Cell Guard. Previously on the Falcon Banner.
1: You will not escape, Captain Tane.
0: Didn't think a dumb, dirty Terran
2: knew how to use one of these, did you?
3: Captain Tane.
4: <sighs> Screw you. You have weapons.
0: Fire.
2: Jumping now for five days. Our engines are being pushed hard. The course follows
5: Von Karen's map through the Apollon Rift to the end of nowhere. You are from the Empire. Our science created wonders, it created the Emperor. A mortal man who went beyond the limits of evolution to become something greater. His clergy sought to use a legacy that was the Terran birthright to elevate him and subjugate all beneath the banner of his new religion. There was only one way to stop it. I stormed the Imperial Chancellery, stole the Emperor's secrets, and ran leading my guard and as many of our people as I could here to the end of nowhere. Where we are now, we are beyond the reach of our enemies. He may have left,
2: but he didn't abandon us. He and the Imperials may have gone, but they left their ships
6: behind. One ship. One crew.
1: There is only one ship that will send the kind of message you want to send. Von Grippen's ship. All right, ship.
3: You've had your look. Now what? Now I try to decide who you are. I am Commander Kit Durnham. I was the executive officer of this vessel when she was commissioned. The ship chose this template in my personality and uses me to interface with the crew.
2: We'll spend some time on Karen. We're going to have to recruit and train new crew members on ship systems. AMSIS attack group in the outer system.
6: He's right. They're mounting a full-scale assault with those
1: troop transports. The missile destroyers are coming about. They've spotted us.
2: Nazine, defense batteries stand ready with countermeasures. Firing 0.4. I repeat, this is the Imperial Starship Excalibur. I am Captain Taine, and that was my warning shot. They're running. They've tucked tail and are running.
0: Are you going to stand by and watch them take away hundreds of years of tradition and freedom? Are you going to allow petty squabbles to destroy everything that has been built here? Walk of Unkeren, Address to the Commonwealth
2: Glad you have my back, Shale. While the finding that's broken out here, you were right to be my escort. Ah, there's his grace.
7: You certainly know how to make an entrance, Captain.
2: Greeting, Shale! Call me old-fashioned, your grace, but it's a
7: tradition. Friends help friends out. Come, we should get out of this damn cold. A lot's changed.
2: I see you beefed up security, Your Grace.
7: When the Armsist battle group first appeared, Karen's ruling council loaded as much as they could aboard their ships and fled the system. The cowards seemed to believe it was prudent to abandon Karen to its fate. It was fine to plunder my planet for its riches, but they weren't willing to die for her. Ah, so you capitalized on their absence. Naturally. Aside from the minor annoyance here and there, I now control most of the planet as well as its defensive batteries. When the captains return... They're going to find my guns pointed at them and a stern warning that Karin is an Imperial world once again. And I'm not turning it into those cutthroats. But enough of my woes. I've been hearing rumors that you've been very busy. And suddenly you turn up in the nick of time with an Imperial warship.
2: I found Von Gripen's fleet.
7: It was amazing.
2: Right where you said it would be.
7: The entire fleet?
2: Right down to Earth's defense platforms.
7: I told you to prove me wrong, I never expected. We can't make a move on those ships yet. We're not ready. Give me time to secure my position here and we can start figuring out how we can use them. The whole damn fleet. We have to liberate Earth. Of course. We have to make sure those ships aren't abused. If we bring them into play too soon and they fall into the wrong hands, that would be disastrous. If the Amsas were to learn that we were planning to field an Imperial fleet of vessels, they'd stop at nothing to take them from us. For the time being, they should remain where they are, as it is we're in a dangerous position. The Amsas seized Eisenhower in its jump nexus.
2: The Amsas seized Eisenhower?
7: How? They were somehow able to shut down the station's defense platforms, blind our ships, and take the station with Marines. They dropped three battle groups on us before we knew what was happening. One remained to secure the beachhead... The second started to sweep through the Commonwealth systems, heading for here. And the last one?
2: We defeated the third battle group at the Orion Guildhall. From what my engineer could tell, they were piggybacking some kind of computer virus on a news feed. Shut down the station's targeting arrays and completely disabled their defenses.
7: That would explain why they were able to just walk through the fleet at Eisenhower. Guardsmen, pass this news along to our news services. Make sure it gets circulated. Accept no armsless newswire broadcasts and purge all our existing systems of the virus. Again, you come to our rescue. Or at least we stand a fighting chance now. Although dislodging them from Eisenhower will be a major problem. General Ivor, if I may present Captain Taine. Captain Taine, General Ivor, the head of my guard.
2: How many ships can the Commonwealth muster, sir?
8: It's not exactly that simple, Captain. We're a loose alliance of free traders, privateers and marauders were not a cohesive fighting force. As long as we held Eisenhower, we were able to keep the AMSIS out of the Apollon Rift. Any attempt they made to invade us could be beaten back to their side of the jump nexus. But now, I fear with are them in control of both sides. It's only a matter of time
2: until they field enough ships to overrun us.
7: Hmm.
2: Not if the AMSIS willingly leave the station.
7: Why would the AMSIS be willing to leave Eisenhower?
2: The same reason that allowed them to take it in the first place. They'll be blinded defenseless.
7: The AMSIS computer
2: virus? My engineer can probably reactivate the code. The AMSIS don't know we have it, or even that we're aware of it, and if we act quickly enough, then it won't matter the size of the fleet you can muster, just the amount of men that can board Eisenhower Station, seize the command center, and how fast the station's weapons can be brought back online. The AMSIS wouldn't have time to
8: reinforce, especially if you defeated one of their battle groups and the second one is tied up, regrouping for a counterattack on Karen. The station would probably have only a handful of troops on board, the rest of the troopers would be with the second battle group, and the station's weapon systems would defend them. The problem would be getting enough men onto the station,
2: while the AMSIs are blinded. If I can pull this off and you give me the men I need, you won't only control Karen but Eisenhower as well. And for my calculations, that's damn close to controlling the entire Commonwealth.
7: You're talking about returning the Apollon Rift to Imperial rule?
2: Yep. That's going to piss off a whole hell of a lot of people.
8: Not just the AMSIS. The Polians are going to go insane. But if we control Eisenhower, it will give us time to begin reactivating the
2: Imperial fleet. Exactly. And the AMSIS will be too busy even to contemplate taking back Eisenhower.
7: You have a plan?
2: If you give me the men, I can take Eisenhower for you. Once that's done, you worry about the politics and leave the AMSIS to me.
7: You're putting an awful lot of trust in a man who until today was no more than a figurehead ruler in a backwater imperial colony.
2: You supported me when all I commanded was a commandeered frigate. You're a good man. And right now we all need good men.
7: If I reestablish the Empire, it's going to be done on my terms. No emperors or deities. And no warlords.
2: This is your planet. I'm just a captain.
7: Very well, Captain. I can spare two companies of guardsmen a handful of pilots. The rest you're going to have to recruit from the general populace yourself. For the Empire.
6: joke, right? They're kids. It looks like they drafted any kid they could find, slapped them into a uniform, and threw them into the dropship.
5: This is what we get. Major Marty Mayfair, sir. Alpha and Bravo Company. First current expeditionary awaiting your inspection. Sir!
2: My weapons officer, Nazin. My first officer, Lauren. Welcome aboard the hms Excalibur. caliber.
5: It's very good to be here, sir. If you just show me and my men where we can stow our gear, then we can get settled.
9: The barracks are this way.
5: Right then, you ladies. Let's get going. Alpha Bravo Company is prepared to move out.
6: Great. This is going to be... fun.
2: We'll make do. How are we looking for crew?
6: There's no shortage of volunteers. With Von Keren seizing control of the planet, a lot of... people are getting ideas of joining the Imperial military. It's just... They aren't much better than those marines.
2: The slave markets. What? I don't mean that you should buy them. I mean set them free and bring the best trained. Those who were grabbed from merchant ships and freighters and offer them a chance at a better life. We have a large group of untrained marines on the ship looking for some experienced storming ships. I say we solve both our problems at the same time. It gives them experience, gets the slavers off Karen once and for all, and gets us a motivated fighting force.
6: You really are insane, Skipper.
2: I'm a starship captain. I'd better be.
10: Whether or not the resurgence for Imperial technology and iconography on the world of Karen is actually an indication of the return of the Empire. Or well, nothing more than a propaganda tool employed by Archduke Walker von Keren in his attempt to solidify his rule of the planet Karen. No one, not even the answers, can deny that Captain Taine commands an Imperial warship. Historians have pored over historical records that survived from the fall of the Empire, and the general consensus is that it is von Gryphon's legendary flagship HMS Excalibur.
3: You'd think seeing it with their own
2: eyes would be enough takes more than seeing something to believe in it. The universe has been through hell and back, and for a lot of people, the last time they saw an Imperial warship, it was hovering over their world, incinerating entire cities. Excalibur never... I know she hasn't. I just realize that we have a long way to go if we're going to restore faith in what
1: we stand for. Come. First test flights of the F-150s went well. We should be able to begin flight training tomorrow.
2: How do they handle?
1: Like nothing I've ever seen. They're true assault fighters. The controls are similar to the light recon fighter I've been flying, but the Azazels are... They're built for war.
2: Hmm. How many pilots?
1: I have five so far, but Lauren and Shale are out with Major Mayfair raiding the slave markets. I expect to grab a few more when they get back.
2: Alright, Take what you need. We're going to need those fighters operational. We don't have much time.
1: You'll have your squadron. I give you my word. They used to be called Paladin Squadron.
2: The fighter squadron on Excalibur.
1: It seemed apt. If you don't mind, Skipper.
2: Well, it seems to fit.
1: Excellent.
3: He's a very dedicated individual, Captain.
2: He's very impulsive as well. A good trait in a fighter pilot, but bad trait in a leader.
3: If you will forgive the observation, sir, all of your crew are very individual.
2: They do their jobs, and they do them well. They're not military officers. They've never been through that kind of training. I can't treat them like rank and file and expect them to salute me every time I give them an order.
3: No, but they don't follow you because you're a military man. They follow you because you're their leader, and you've earned their loyalty. Maybe. Ah, the Raptor just docked. Lauren is bringing on board our new recruits. Would you like to inspect them, Captain? Let's go. It'll be fine.
2: Welcome aboard the Imperial Starship Excalibur. You were freed and brought here to serve on an Imperial ship of the line under my command. I am Captain Darian Tane, and this is my ship. This is not a Commonwealth vessel, and there are no slaves here. If you comport yourselves with dignity and honor, you will learn your trade and be paid well for it.
6: We are not slaves.
2: If you don't want to serve, you'll be shipped back to Karen where you'll be set free to make your own lives. However, on this ship, I can offer you warm beds, hot food, and a chance to earn some real money. As I was saying, this is an Imperial vessel and I am in command. You will be paid well for your services, if you choose to serve my first officer will record your name in our crew manifest and arrange a fair pay rate for you. Those who excel will earn commissions in the Imperial fleet and may even go on to command your own Imperial ship of the line. On my ship, I don't care if you're Terran, Taerian, Alien, Man, or Woman. You're crew members, and I expect you to do your duty. In return, you will be treated... Like free citizens. Mr. Shale, I put them under your care to whip them into shape.
0: This is
10: going to be fun.
0: The walls are crumbling. The foundation is cracked and the roof leaks. But it's still my home. Anonymous. Songs of home.
2: How the ship feels. It's so strange to know how proud she is to have a crew again. Kendrick's asking
9: permission to launch. Wish him luck.
5: A farm boy trades a pitchfork for a fighter.
2: Kendrick knows how to
5: fly. Yes, sir.
2: Commander? Yes, Captain. Sound General Quarters.
5: Uh, quite
3: different.
2: Well, I guess that shows us exactly where we are. Commander, you may cancel General Quarters. I think I'm going to make a few changes, starting with assigned responsibilities. Kendrick's already handling the fighters. Major Mayfair has the Marines. Nazeen, you have weapon systems. Elias has engineering, and Lauren has helm. I want to start drilling the crew. And that means showing them where their battle stations
3: are to begin with. I can help there. I have a complete list of duties and roles for the ship. I can assign duties based on Lawrence crew manifest. Good. Let's get started then.
2: Five hours and I run another drill. Let's try to have everyone at their stations and reporting readiness. That goes for your men as well, Major.
7: Aye, Captain.
2: Soon, Excalibur. Soon. It's going to be a long day. Stand down from general quarters. Let your sections know that's what I want when those alarms go off. We may not be fast, but right now, I just want to get it right.
6: Crewman, take the con. Skipper, a word? What's up? It's... don't take this the wrong way. It's just that you need to start instilling discipline on the ship, if you want to take her into battle. Right. You need to start assigning officers, not just me and Major Mayfair. This is a big ship, and the crew needs to know who to look to for orders. If anything, today just goes to show how important that is.
2: Okay. Suggestions, then?
6: On Orion Warships, a captain has four lieutenants, one senior and three subordinates. Each is responsible for a specific aspect of the ship's function. We also train replacements, midshipmen who serve under their appointed officer, and, well, learn how it's done.
2: I think, then, that it's only fitting that it's first officer. Your rank reflects such.
6: I've spent most of my life on ships. The Orion's don't allow mercenaries to serve on their warships. I never... Thank you.
2: I just made it official. I'd best give these others out as well.
6: You're going to make Nazeen an officer?
2: <laughs> Might just provoke him to putting on a uniform.
6: You'll be raising him above his social class. For an Orion to become an officer is a high honor chamber,
2: and that skipper. You've earned these, Lieutenant.
6: You're a part of something bigger than just you now.
2: I always was.
6: He's happy. Who are your other two choices?
2: Well, I had thought Elias and Kendrick.
6: Ah, Shale.
2: Everything that he has done, not only for the ship, but for the Empire... Damn, I thought this was an easy a moment ago.
6: It's something that you need to be aware of. You're the captain. You need to think like one and not let personal relationships get in the way.
2: They've all earned it. But...
6: But you're not sure if you give it to him, you're doing it because he earned it more, or because... This is tough. What would you do? The nature of the friendships you've developed with your crew go back a long way. We've all been through a lot together. You and Elias go back the longest, but we can't have the same level of discipline that a regular warship would have. We're forming relationships, attachments, and that may not be the ideal thing, but it's the situation we're in. You need to separate those relationships from what you have to do as captain.
2: I need an engineering officer, and I need another officer of the Watch. Kendrick's spending most of his time on the fighters and the flight deck. That's separate, like the Major. I need to focus on getting the ship running properly.
6: That's what I was thinking. I just needed you to realize that you're the captain first.
2: It's a lot to take in.
6: Well it out.
2: Leave it to Elias to be elbows deep in something.
4: Sup, Skipper? If this is about the jump pod, give me two days and she'll be as good as new. Hush.
2: I need an officer down here.
4: Thanks. Does this mean I get to boss naine around? I wouldn't suggest
6: trying. What is it about kids and messes? <laughs>
2: Offline. Commander Durnham, please override the door I'm presently in front of.
6: You know, I've seen some things in my life, but a Tyrian like this, drinking hot chocolate and listening to soft music.
2: Leave the guy alone, he's earned a break. I wanted to give you this. No. No, I'm serious. Your people have long memories. So do I. Side by side. As you were, Lieutenant Shale. Immediately after the next duty shift. And noted are the promotions of Shale, Nazine, and Manalias to Lieutenant, serving under First Officer Lauren.
4: <sighs> that was a long day. Repairing ship systems is one thing. Trying to teach a group of kids about mechanics at the same time. Hmm. And I'm not even going to get into what I had to clean out of one of the fighters Kendrick brought back. Some dude got motion sickness and threw up all over the inside.
2: (sighs) Hmm. Pleasant. That rank looks good on you.
4: Yeah. Then one of the galley stoves burned out an element. I had to replace it. All these marines standing around completely useless. Sure, order them to break something, they're useful. The second stuff breaks. Skipper? Good night, Skipper.
10: Darien Tain. I've a destiny to meet. One that requires a crew and a captain. And there's no other better for the job.
2: How peaceful he looks. He's in love with me. Believes in me I wonder if Von Grip ever doubted the way I do mm-hmm. Careful negotiations have failed I was told that the other attempts, attempts would be made, made but the, but the imperial clerics want a answer.
5: demonstration of imperial resolve bishops rattling the sabers of war I'm worried about this. The Emperor would never have condoned this type of preemptive action. My crew are young, a lot of officers fresh from the Imperial Naval Academies on Mars. My first officer, Commander Maguire, feels that he can get them into fighting form before we arrive, but I'm not certain. Time is a rare commodity for a captain of a ship of the line. We're always in need of more, but but there comes a point where training becomes useless and all counts is testing your mettle in battle my men have faith i overheard a couple of the young sailors talking while i walked the ship before retiring for the night there is a nervous excitement they're worried about what they're going to face out there but one of my veterans eased their fears reminding them that i was in command and nothing goes wrong as long as the admiral is on the ship that i think sums up what i'm feeling now I am permitted doubts in the darkness of the eve of battle. But the moment the daylight breaks and I walk out onto that bridge, there can be no doubt left. Justified orders or not, no, I am committed, committed to committed this to fight, fight and, and I will I win, win it. it. Yeah. Easy for you
2: to say. You were a legend in your own time. I'm just a guy in the wrong place at the wrong time. Well, Admiral? You may have turned Excalibur into your sword,
0: but I intend to use it. We have always had peace with the Empire, sought trade, built strong relations and shared technology. But now we find there is a new trade crossing our borders, a commodity Cardiac seeks in abundance. If it is war that you want, then we shall deliver you war. Pauline Ambassador, Declaration of War
2: So the plan is, the Marines take the Raptor to the Eisenhower system. The virus gets automatically delivered. If the Ampsis ship systems get shut down, you go for the station, while Excalibur jumps in to finish them off.
6: They're going to need a pilot, and I'm the only one on the ship aside from you familiar with the Raptor.
5: Right. Uh, Going to be good to have a lady along. Might make my boys behave themselves for a change.
4: I I should go too. The virus is my baby and... Well, they're going to need an engineer on the station to get those weapons up and running.
5: I...
2: You're right. As for the rest of us...
9: The Ems' capital ships will be blind, but their fighters will still be a problem. I've crews on all anti-fighter batteries. The
1: fighters won't be a problem. My squadron can keep them busy, Captain. I would recommend the fighters stay within the protective arc of
3: the Excalibur. The Ems' fighters are going to be all they have once the shooting starts. If we can cover our fighters, we should be able to keep them under control until Lieutenant Elias can get the station's weapons operational.
2: Agreed. I don't doubt your squadron's abilities. I just want to play it safe. Yes, Shale. You'll
9: have Elias's back. Well, I'm staying right here, where it's safe.
2: (laughs) We should get started.
4: CV-201? You'd think these Amzis would come up with something more original for their ship names.
6: I don't think the Amzis care. They don't strike me as the type that appreciate the nuances of a good name.
5: Shame. Personally, I think bloody mechanical monstrosity might be a good name for one of those.
6: I'll be sure to suggest it at the next Women of the Amzis Military Committee meeting. Elias, how's
4: that virus coming along? Done. And... Done. See? I told you I'd be useful.
1: Undesignated Raptor, this is DD-89. Explain why you are not transmitting a valid AMSIS
10: transponder code, or be fired upon.
4: That's not good.
1: Undesignated Raptor, this is DD-89. You are not following the correct procedure. Not respond, you will be classified as hostile.
4: What's the correct procedure? Here we go. Okay,
6: DD 89 This is R seven eleven. We are experiencing a malfunction in relay twelve ninety stroke alpha alpha two four one. Correct procedure states that. While our transponder signal is unable to transmit, we dock with the nearest facility and undertake repairs.
1: Procedure states that we must make a visual confirmation of identity. If they get much closer, they're gonna
10: notice whether Xavier's exactly fight to
5: respect.
6: If your raptors move into flanking positions DD89, they can escort us all the way to Eisenhower Station, as per Procedure 2 Charlie 9, Paragraph 14.
1: Confirmed, R-711. Proceed with caution. How much longer till that bloody virus
8: works?
6: Hey, these things take time. We're not going to know until we dock with Eisenhower. There's the Protania. Looks like the AMSIS locked the station down when they seized control.
5: Saddle
6: up, it's showtime! Hey short stuff, kick some ass.
5: Get look
3: elevator vessels are holding their formation don't appear to see us. That'll change.
2: Tell Kendra to launch fighters. I think it's time we announced ourselves. Target lock established. I have firing solutions. Fire.
9: with our first volley? The Ampsons are launching fighters, Captain.
2: Here they come.
4: I believe there are this many answers
5: troopers here. This will help, <laughs> 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 Now that's cooking, we guess, sir. But we don't have much time. If the
8: answers warships figure out how to get their weapons back online, is in trouble. But.
4: all these men. I. I feel.
8: <gasps> Come on, sir.
4: Have to move. Yeah. Let's go.
9: A lot of ships, boss. Kendrick's squadron seems to be dealing with a lot of fighters. He's done a good job of teaching them to stay within my blind spots, so I don't shoot them by accident.
3: Captain, Excalibur sensors are picking up multiple jump events. It's the Second absence battle group. They just arrived.
2: This is not going to be good. These new arrivals won't be affected by the virus. I'm turning to meet their attack. This is going to get rough.
0: What about more grenades? No good, sir. The answers are picking off men and stand long enough to fire off one.
4: Major, Shale, look, the vents.
1: Someone might be able to make it, sir. If I get one of my smaller men to strip
8: off his body armor, he might.
4: Give me a boost, Shale. No. You know that's the right decision.
8: Don't be a hero. If you can get around them, go for it.
3: But you won't get any backup.
4: This works. Great. End of the road. Frack! The grate is secured! What do I do? Okay, Matt. Think. What would the skipper do? Oh, fantastic. They have a machine gun. With that, they could control that corridor, and the marines will be mowed down. What's that? A ceiling canister. It's beyond where the marines could shoot it. But I can... I need to use my pistol more often
8: you can rest assured sir that there won't be any more jokes about the delicate senior officer sir
3: commander. That'll
9: teach them. Firing on the second capital ship.
3: The station got all of the larger ships and the fighters are jumping out.
0: The Knight's Cross was the highest decoration presented by the inhabitants of the Apollon Rift to their heroes. When they presented it to me, it wasn't a badge of honor, but a severe reminder of the blood that was on my hands in the name of a dead emperor. Von Grippen Excalibur Logs.
7: Captain, on deck.
2: As you were.
3: Uh-huh.
2: Carry on, Major.
3: Captain, the Imperial shuttle is docking.
0: Trapped. all of there
7: Grace! Gentlemen, welcome aboard the Excalibur. It's everything it should be. Come, my friend. We should find a quiet place to talk. What's the matter? The Commonwealth is collapsing. I control one of their major worlds, and they're only gateway to the rest of the universe. Two of the former Commonwealth Ruling Council, Captain Kingston and Captain Dreb, have both pledged their loyalty to the Empire and brought across their factions with them. It's a pleasure to meet you both.
3: It is an honor to meet you as well, Captain. You're quite a famous
2: man, all things considered. I'm just doing what needs to be done.
7: The key point is that more worlds are coming under the Imperial banner. We have ten so far, two capital worlds, and a collection of smaller mining and agricultural colonies. There are further five worlds seeking admission. You've been busy. What does this have to do with me? I'd like to keep my officers informed. I've established a regional assembly on current. I feel that we should nominate a provisional government for the interim until proper elections can be held. Elections? Yes, but you needn't worry over the politics. That's my problem. The key issue is we're getting ships, resources and men all stepping forward to the Imperial cause. And that, Captain, is because of you.
2: You're welcome.
7: You've become a symbol for a lot of people. Which is why, as leader of the interim government, it's my solemn duty to present you with the Knight's Cross. I... I can't. This was a symbol of respect, from the people of the Apollon Rift to any that excelled in valor in their name. He stopped the Amsas invasion and helped restore order to this small corner of the universe. The only other human to receive this decoration was Von Grippen, when he united the Rift and brought in the Empire. You should consider yourself honored. Um, thank you, Your Grace. Now... Let's discuss the future, shall we?
4: I can't get used to this. People keep looking at me. It's respect, you know, cause you earned it. No way, it's because I smell or something. Even though I took a shower this morning. (laughs) You just don't know how to take a compliment. Oh, I do. Elias, good job fixing the engines. Or, Elias, way to go with the broken light bulbs on Deck Nine. It's just that Elias, good job firing one lucky shot. I don't know.
9: What's wrong with Super Squirt?
4: (laughs) He's complaining because everyone is giving him
6: respect.
9: (laughs) (laughs) Respect? Him?
4: (laughs) See, now that's normal behavior for anyone that knows me.
1: (laughs) And I jumped into my fighter and started the launch sequence. Shot out of the fighter bay, streaked along, hugging the side of the Excalibur.
9: There he goes again. Think he'll ever get tired of the sound of his own voice?
1: Leave him
6: alone. He's on the right to brag a bit. A
9: bit, yes. Or from the way he tells it, you'd think he was the only one fighting the Amses.
1: Yeah.
4: Excuse me, but I have a repair list as long as my arm. And I need to get going on repairing the bridge before the skipper decides to put out again.
2: to the rest of... well, of everything. It's hard to believe that one single gateway connects to all the other jump nexuses scattered across the universe. Morning. Mm, Morning. How go the replacement interviews?
6: There's too many. So many people want a chance to serve on this ship. It's nuts. I replaced a number of... our losses with experienced gunners. We should see a noticeable increase in performance over the next few weeks. Skipper, around your neck, is that...?
2: Yep. The Knight's Cross. Juan Karen and the Imperial Interim Government seem to feel I've earned it. <sighs> wow.
6: Anyway, uh, repairs are going well, and... Did you say Interim Government?
2: Yeah. Juan Karen and a number of Commonwealth politicians are forming an Interim Government out of planets that are switching allegiances to join us. Given a bit of time and some careful negotiations, Von Keren thinks he can restore the Commonwealth to Imperial rule.
6: Is that a good idea?
2: He's proposing a number of reforms, and we're discussing ways to reactivate the Imperial fleet. They're already training crews for them. Give it a month or two, and you're going to see a very different Apollon Rift.
6: I bet. It's about time someone started to put back some order to this place. What about Earth? Are we still committed to that?
2: Oh, Yes. They're going to field a fleet from here, while I take the Excalibur through the jump nexus and try to rally some support.
6: We're going back to the hegemony?
2: We're not going back through the Halegonia nexus. The Emses have the entire system located. I intend to take us through the Cree jump nexus, and back through the Elim Enclave.
6: The Elim Enclave? That's going to take some time. It also means you have to go through Polian space to reach the hegemony.
2: Right. But at the same time, it puts us squarely into the Taerian sectors of the hegemony. That's semi friendly space, so long as we can avoid Amsis patrols. By the time we get there, Von Karen will have enough time to field a couple of battle groups of Imperial ships, and if we can convince the Taerians to back us, we can launch a two pronged attack against the Terran occupied zone. We can toss the Amsis out on their asses and secure Earth before they know what hit them.
6: Yes, but the Elam aren't exactly a benevolent race. They aren't going to appreciate an Imperial warship cutting through their territory, and when the find out...
2: I know. Which is why we need to do this as quietly as we can. Stock as many supplies as you can on board ship. We have a long voyage ahead of us without much chance to resupply along the way.
6: Yes, Captain.
8: I wanted to say thank you. For what? For your radiant smile.
6: I don't think that's appropriate.
8: Sir, a major outranks a lieutenant, even a senior
6: one. <laughs> I'll remember that, Major.
8: So, where is our intrepid skipper taking us next?
6: The Elam Enclave. From there, back to the hegemony.
8: Excellent! Meantime, I was wondering if you fancied dinner with a giant I.
6: I'll
5: make it an order.
6: And that would be abusing your position. All right, dinner on the station. You're buying, and you'll have to have me back before (laughs) ten.
5: Eleven, and we'll go dodge. All right then.
8: I'll meet you by the airlock at five.
6: Six. A girl needs extra time to look beautiful. (laughs)
9: I'll take that 20 credits and match it with mine.
1: Hey, what are we betting on now? Has Elias asked the skip out on another date?
9: Mayfair just asked Lauren out.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hmm.
9: What's up with him?
10: To detachments of Karen troops to liberate Eisenhower Station, Archduke von Karen has called for a provisional government to be assembled, and has stated that the newly restored Empire stands for freedom, peace, and tolerance. Hey, it will not matter yeah. the race, von Karen well, said. a couple more days and we should be good to go. Under imperial rule, we shall be accorded the rights of citizens. Lawrence's out on the date with In the major. It, slave huh? He asked her out today. That's nice. It doesn't
4: phase you one bit, does it? I could tell you Lauren was on the bridge having Nazine's illegitimate love child, and you wouldn't care. Oh,
10: I care. I've never been one for gossip. So,
2: Lauren's on a date with Marty. Good for them.
10: The detainment of slavers <sighs> is said to be for disorderly conduct and assault of Imperial officers.
4: You should spend more time with them. Get to know them better. They're great people.
2: I know they are. It's just it's not my place to become too involved. I'm already too involved with you. Too involved? Oh, uh,
4: I I I didn't mean it like that. I No. Uh, I get what you mean. You don't want to be involved. Uh, now, I I didn't say that. No, it's fine. I'm going to go spend the night in the engine room or something. No. Wait,
2: stop. Okay? Stop. Please?
4: What? Why do you want me to stop? You know why. You don't need me to say it. Just sit down and accept it. No. Not good enough. Either you say it, or-
3: I... 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 Excuse the intrusion, Captain.
2: (sighs) What is it, Commander?
3: Eisenhower Station, Captain. Port authorities have arrested Major Mayfair and Wing Commander Kendrick. Apparently they started a brawl in one of the restaurants.
2: Damn. I'm sorry, alas
4: Of all the lousy timing, I am so reprogramming you to only appear AFTER pivotal moments in my life.
3: I'm sorry, Lieutenant.
2: not need this right now. Excuse me, Sergeant. Captain Taine, sir. I'm to take my crew members off your hand, Sergeant, and settle any damages. Sir, just sign here, please.
3: Your men are this way, sir.
2: I have it, Sarge. Thank you. Sir... Do I have a problem here?
5: No, sir. Just a little nonsense. they got out of hand, sir. A
2: little out of hand? Drunk and disorderly behavior. Brawling. You all but destroyed that restaurant. And then when the MPs came to arrest you two, you assaulted them as well. I'd say it was a little more than a little out of hand. Sir, yes, sir. And as for you, Kendrick... I thought picking you up off that dust ball of a planet you called home, traipsing halfway across the universe, and helping to restore the Empire would have had some kind of an effect on you. I can see now you'd rather be a colonist than an officer.
1: Yeah, you're welcome to...
2: What was that? Sir, yes, sir! You're damned right, yes, sir. Now I'm going to have this guard release you, and you two are going back to the ship where you are to remain until we depart. No more of this nonsense, or I'll bring you back here and toss you back into the cells myself! Lauren, are you going to tell me what this was about?
6: It was my fault. I... I should have stopped them.
2: Anything I need to know about?
6: Nothing, Skipper. Just men acting like
3: boys. (laughs) Right.
2: I wonder what I'm in for these next few months.
0: You have been listening to The Falcon Banner, Episode 6, Foundations, scripted by Mark Brzee, based on The Falcon Banner, a novel by Christopher Patrick Leiden. produced, directed, and post-produced by Chris Snyder, co-produced by Mark Brzee. Special thanks to Christopher Patrick Leiden for making the series possible. The executive producer for Darker Projects is Eric Busby. This has been a Darker Projects production.